0: to the Issues of Life podcast with Dr. David Shamenda. Greetings, uh, this is David Shemenda with the Issues of Life with Dr. David Shamenda. Today on the Spirit of Offense, I want to look how jealous he plays a significant part in, in the spirit that works well with the Spirit of Offense. Now, early on, on one, the spirit of offense, the first podcast, I spoke a little bit about Joseph not having the spirit of offense. Overcame all obstacles because of real life existed. Joseph, he had brothers. And he trusted, like every other brother, Joseph trusted his brothers. that He shared with them everything that was going on. But his brothers, they didn't care about what he was saying. To them, Joseph was so braggadocious if he tells them, I have a vision. Not knowing that this man, Joseph, was going to be the one that was going to bring deliverance. Sometimes the spirit of offense causes us to attack the people that are going to end up being the blessings into our lives. We start attacking them. We start challenging them. Someone without the spirit of offense is a good person who is the channel of good to others. Here is God's role of mediation. Joseph, when you look at him, he would have looked at his brothers on everything that they did to him and simply say, man, I I don't have anything with these guys. The way how they treated me, they treated me like I was evil. I was unrighteous. They sold me. They wanted me to be killed. I've been in jail. I've been accused that I wanted to rape this young lady here, and uh, I've been thrown into prison, but none of these things did I do. I found myself in prison. Who wants to go to prison on something that you didn't do? So Joseph found himself in all these things because of his brothers. But the truth is that I always say someone without the spirit of offense is a good person, who becomes the channel of good to others, and that's God's role of mediation. A man prospers in business through the prayers of the righteous people that are around him, because they are not offended. And if they are not offended, they will not be jealous of what he does. The man or the person without the spirit of offense In captivity can always enjoy God's presence. When you don't have a spirit of offense, you may be starving, you may be lacking, you may be having no money, you may not have a place to live. But because you don't have the spirit of offense, you still enjoy God's presence. I have a time that I have gone to preach in prisons and uh, speak the word of God. One of the things that have blessed me is to see the children of God. I remember one gentleman, I, I went over there, and he looked at me. He said, hey, Dr. Schminder, I'm here doing life. And I says, are you doing life? He says, yes. How long have you been here? He says, I've been here for 15 years, but I'm believing God I'm coming out. I said, why are you believing you're coming out? He says, because I have repented. I've done what is right, and I'm not walking with the offense. I respect my authority. Then I said, well, if you're not walking in the spirit of offense and you have asked God to forgive you, they will literally pardon you. He says, that's what I'm believing, God. And I, then he looked at me He says, I want you to touch and agree with me that I'm supposed to be here for the rest of my life. And uh, now they're talking of uh, possibility with parole. And I want my parole to come forth soon. But I don't want to offend anyone. And when I go there before the judge and before the pardon board, I'm going to say, I'm a repented man. I have done what is right. And I want to be pardoned. And I says, well, we'll try. This brother here. He tried his level best. And he was uh, literally believing God to be out. And uh, I was praying with him. And every time I went to the prisons, he told me, he says, I'm still believing. I'm coming out. After two years, I stopped going to that part of the prison. I used to just go there because I enjoyed to speak to the people. And it breaking the spirit of offense in their life. And uh, one time he asked me, he says, uh, you know, he says, "I'm believing God. I'm going to be appearing before the Palo board." Five years later, one day he called me. He says, uh, "I want to meet you." I said, "Where do you want to meet me?" I said, hey, "You wanted me to come to the prison?" He says, "No, sir. I'm at the restaurants." He was at a restaurant called Upperbees. He says, "I'm here at Upperbees." I said, "How come? How did you get there?" He says, "I believed God, and uh, they released me on good behavior." And they feel that I have repented enough. Now, this man, he says, what made him? He was involved in all kinds of evil activities. I'm not going to go in detail in what he did, but because he's a repented man, and he's going to be listening also to this. But this man, God changed him, delivered him, and then He granted him favor to be out there. Now, that's what a God does when you have no spirit of God, no spirit of offense, I'm sorry, no spirit of offense. In challenging bondage, the man without the spirit of offense can show God's glory. And I believe my body, when he came out, this is what he was showing to the people. This man, he showed me, Lawson showed me that it definitely, it doesn't matter what happens. Right now, this man goes back to the prisons. He's preaching. He's bringing deliverance. And he's telling people about how to get out of the spirit of offense. And he's always calling me. He says, I'm seeing even prisoners, hard criminal, criminals, Dr. Shemender being delivered. And I'm seeing them, those who are brutalizing people, those who are mocking people, those who are doing everything challenging, getting, grabbing food from people, being delivered. He says, I've seen what a God can do. So God can bring deliverance the man in slavery without the spirit of offense can develop the humanity of others you a slave and you begin to realize we in bondage of this we don't know how we got in here but i want to develop you know the deliverance and i'm told the to colliton boon He's. she's one of the ladies that did that. She was arrested. She was in bondage. She was in slavery because she was, uh, you know, harboring and, uh, you know, rescuing the Jewish people during the Holocaust. And uh, they had a shop where they were holding the people. And they call it Ten Boon. You know, one time he was so afraid. He asked the father, he says, Dad? All these people that we hold, when the nurses, they get a hold of us, they'll brutalize us, they'll kill us, they'll do all kinds of things. And then the father asked the Collie Tenborn. He says Collie? says yes. They had a shop, I think, in Holland there. I don't know Holland very well. I've been to Holland once, twice, I'm sorry. I've been to Holland twice. And they says, when we go you know from our home, you know to our shop, when do we buy the ticket to go to our sh- shop to jump in the train? He says, when we're at the railway station. And uh, then the father says, my daughter, when these nurses, they get hold of us, you know, when we're at the train station, God will give us the f- the ticket to our endurance to what, for whatever they will try to do. And there came a time when Colleton Boone, I'm told, he was about to be killed. And here's what and Boone did. You know, he started praying. He says, God, give me, I think it was three or five. He says, I want them to be with me in heaven. because, And he led them to the Lord. And the, one of the nurses came, counted and Boone and all those people that he led. He says, you're freed. you can go. So, <laughs> what am I saying today? A man that is in bondage with Without the spirit of offense can develop the humanity of others. Call it in bone. Let these other people, the Jewish brethren, that were angered because of the way how they were treated, to be free. And those people, I believe right now, they're celebrating with Jesus. A person in bondage without the spirit of offense May be trusted than a person who is perfect. A person without the spirit of offense is a great blessing wherever he may be found. Having no spirit of offense, Joseph new position also placed him among the strangers. Joseph, you know, he had no spirit of offense, but his position placed among strangers, and he became the boss. Now, what's the meaning of the word offense? Is annoyance or resentment brought about by a perceived insult or disregard for oneself or one standard of principles? I didn't intend to give the spirit of offense. That means the spirit of offense is annoyance, is anger, resentment, indignation, irritation exasperation, wrath, and displeasure. So, if this is all what offense is, it's a word we have experienced or seen others go through. That means there is need to start helping others. It is a hot topic word as it seems more and more individuals are battling being offended whether it is being offended over politics, religion, freedom, protest, marital issues, people using the devil to start problems in your life or choices. The list is long with so many dealing with being offended on some level. Now, to understand this, how do we understand more about how the spirit of offense works against individuals who have a relationship with Jesus. Let's consider how the mindset of crime works because the spirit of offense is crime. You're thinking of evil about somebody who has done nothing to you. The first thing we must all understand is the spirit of offense is a crime against the spirit of God. <laughs> wow, you may say. David what are you saying yeah that's the truth <laughs> that's the truth and some of the people they have found themselves in bondage with sickness diseases heart failures cancers they have found themselves kidney failures they have found themselves With issues that cannot be healed, because the devil is always looking for something that he can hold on. Now, if you're battling something in your life, you're sick, you're going through something. Is there anything or anyone that have offended you that you have not forgiven? If there's someone that you have not forgiven, I don't care the specialist, the money that you spend, you know, wherever you look for treatment, it will not work. I'm telling you right now, you need to get back to God and ask God to help you and bring total deliverance to you. You need to pray and say, dear God, I come to you as a sinner. I know I'm suffering from this spirit of offense. Have mercy on me. Deliver me. Forgive me. I have allowed the devil to take over my life. Please, Lord, deliver me. I surrender it all to you. And as you surrender, you see what God will do. The first thing we must all understand is the spirit of offense is a crime against the spirit of God. That's the reason the devil uses it, uses it a lot. I have heard many people say the spirit of offense is like octopus. Now, octopus, he has every hand everywhere. It grabs you, it swallows you, it does everything. <clears throat> octopus has arms and legs from every part of the body. The spirit of offense has the sole purpose of attaching itself to you, entangle you, and the Lord. Details how the crime nature will come against you in so many many different ways. I heard a story many years ago. A friend of mine told me a story. And I believe it's true. You know, some people, they like snakes. And uh, as pets, I am afraid of snakes. I don't love snakes. But the Bible tells us that uh, you shall touch these things and they will be of no harm to you. I don't like snakes, Period. You know, if a person brings a snake, I'll kill it. You say keep it as a pet. So I'm not the one who loves snakes. I hate snakes. So this lady had this snake that it started feeding, and it became so friendly. It would come, the snake would come, wrap itself around, yeah, and it kisses, and they just enjoy this snake. And after some time, this snake grew. It came as a small little pet in the house, and then it grew to be big and big. And sometimes you could sleep. And uh, this uh, lady went to see the vet and says, You know, I don't know what's wrong with my snake. He says, What's wrong? He says, "Uh, Whenever I try to give it food, it's not eating. And uh, (coughs) I found myself in trouble. You know, I don't know it would die. And uh, the vet said, It's time you get rid of your snake. The snake has been measuring you. So it's starving itself so that it can eat you. So the snake, have realized that you can be the best food. Let the snake go. How many of us have been feeding something that in turn it to end up sorrowing us and kill us? This lady loved the snake that it was hard to let it go. But this lady had to choose her life or the life of the snake. And I think her life was so dear. So I'm asking you, with the spirit of offense, you have to choose today. Your life or letting the spirit of offense, which is crime against the spirit or the Holy Spirit, to be in your life so you can choose. The Bible, in the book of Romans, chapter 8, verses 5 and 8, tells us very clearly about the mind, our mind. For those who live according to the fresh set their minds on the things of the fresh. But those who live according to the spirit, the spirit, or, or they, they set their mind on the things of the spirit. Then he says, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. For the carnal mind is hostile toward God. Now, I've been speaking about the spirit of offense is crime against God. So you, if it's crime, you are committing the spirit of offense, then you're a criminal, period. A person who commits crime is a what? A criminal. Now, I'm not calling you a criminal. I'm telling you what the Bible says, because the Bible here says, for the kind mind... Is hostile towards God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can it be, and those who are in the flesh cannot please God. So don't let your mind take over your life and put you whereby you become an enemy of God. When offense takes root, your mind is the first place it is coming after. Most of the people that are entangled in the spirit of offense, they have suffered. Their mind is completely destroyed. If crime can attach itself to your thoughts, it owns your ability to process and be able to understand what is going on. The moment offense touches itself to your mind, the ability to have clarity and the peace is diminished As everything now becomes about feeding every thought that is only directed at the head through the spirit of offense. Here's where I end today. Here's something where we ought to know and understand. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. In Issues of Life with Dr. David Shemender, as we'll be speaking on the spirit of offense, I'm going to be speaking about a kind of passions such as a spirit of offense, how we can defeat them and choose deliverance. Maybe you have been listening to this subject, and you say, Preacher, what can I do? Number one, I want to encourage you to look for a church nearby where you are, and a go and a tell the past. All you can contact us on this podcast, will find the way how to reach out to you and help you. You know, I'll be personally interested to speak to you. But I want to pray a prayer with you to lead you to Jesus Christ and to help you break the spirit of offense. Say these words, Dear Lord, I come to you as a sinner. I've been strangled and struggling with the spirit of offense. I ask you to forgive me. Holy Spirit, fill me now. Deliver me from the spirit that has held me in bondage. Set me free in Jesus' name. Amen. Dear God, I pray this brother, sister, or anyone, company who have been listening to this, Lord, give them the freedom to enjoy their lives and be delivered from the bondage of the spirit of offense. Shalom, shalom. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Issues of Life podcast with Dr. David Shemenda. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new episodes are released.